Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge, a podcast dedicated to providing real-life resources for early education professionals. The Teacher's Lounge is hosted by Noel Dentino and Jessica Day. Together, they bring almost 50 years of combined experience in and out of the early education classroom, offering a wealth of knowledge and practical insights that you need now if you're in childcare. Whether you're a new assistant or making the leap from lead teacher to director, we have you covered. Join us as we delve into the unique challenges and opportunities of each role, sharing our experiences and expertise with practical tools to help you succeed. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite drink, and let's jump into the lounge. Hello, and welcome to the Teacher's Lounge podcast. In this episode, we will explore the art of embracing feedback as a catalyst for growth and professional development. I'm your host, Jessica Day, and in this series, we'll dive deep into the importance of feedback, how to effectively receive it, and the positive impact it can have on your career. Whether you're an employee, a manager, or a team member, feedback is an invaluable tool that can help you reach new heights in your professional journey. But let's face it, receiving feedback isn't always easy. It can evoke a range of emotions, trigger self-doubt, or even make us defensive. In this podcast, we'll explore practical strategies and real-life stories to help you overcome these challenges and embrace feedback as a gift rather than a critique. We'll discuss the power of open-mindedness, effective communication, and the role of feedback in fostering a positive work environment. Feedback is an essential component of personal and professional development particularly in the workplace. Individuals often receive feedback from coworkers, supervisors, or managers to help them identify areas of strength and areas for improvement. Feedback is essential because it provides a different perspective on one's performance, highlighting aspects that may not have been previously considered. This feedback can help the individual identify areas where they need to focus their attention and make improvements. Additionally, feedback helps to build stronger working relationships by promoting open communication and transparency. This can lead to increased trust and respect among colleagues and help foster a more positive and productive work environment. In short, Receiving feedback from coworkers or supervisors in the workplace is crucial for individuals to improve their performance, build stronger relationships, and contribute to a positive work culture. While feedback is crucial for personal and professional development in the workplace, several problems can arise when giving feedback. Here are some challenges. Defensiveness. Individuals may respond defensively to feedback, feeling attacked or criticized. This can hinder open communication and make it challenging to have a productive discussion without areas for improvement. Misinterpretation Feedback can sometimes be misinterpreted, leading to misunderstandings or confusion. Different perspectives or communication styles may contribute to a lack of clarity causing the intended message to be misconstrued. Emotional reactions. 
Receiving feedback, particularly if it is negative or unexpected, can evoke strong emotional reactions. Emotional responses such as frustration, anger, or sadness may impede the individual's ability to process and internalize the feedback effectively. Lack of specificity. Feedback that is vague or general can be unhelpful for the recipient. Without specific areas or actionable suggestions, it becomes challenging for individuals to understand precisely what they need to address or improve. Power dynamics. Power dynamics within the workplace influence how feedback is received. If feedback is given by someone in a position of authority, individuals may feel intimidated or less inclined to express their true thoughts or concerns. Feedback overload. Excessive feedback, particularly when it comes from multiple sources or is given too frequently, can be overwhelming. It may make it difficult for individuals to prioritize and effectively address the feedback. Lack of follow-up or support. If feedback is provided without adequate follow-up or support, individuals may struggle to implement the suggested changes. Without ongoing guidance or resources, it becomes challenging for them to make meaningful progress. To mitigate these problems, it is important for feedback providers to be mindful of their delivery. Provide specific and actionable feedback. Create a safe, supportive environment and offer ongoing support and guidance. Additionally, individuals receiving feedback can actively work on their own mindset and communication skills to better receive and process feedback in a constructive manner. Discussing this topic reminds me of a childcare director that we once mentored. Susan was the director of a local childcare program. At that program, there was a dedicated teacher named Jen. She had always been passionate about nurturing young minds and believed she was making a positive impact on the students' lives. One day, the director, Susan, invited Jen for a feedback session in her cozy office. Susan, an experienced educator with a keen eye for instructional techniques, had noticed areas where Jen's teaching methods could be enhanced. She wanted to provide feedback to help Jen become an even more effective and influential teacher. As Susan began discussing the areas of improvement, Jen's initial reaction was one of apprehension. She felt her heart raise and a wave of self-doubt wash over her. Jen found it challenging to separate her personal identity as a teacher from the feedback she was receiving, making it difficult to receive it with an open mind. Sensing Jen's uneasiness, Susan adjusted her approach. She spoke softly, using specific examples and emphasizing the positive impact that enhanced teaching strategies could have on the children's development. Susan assured Jen that the feedback was not a judgment of her capabilities, but rather an opportunity to further excel in her role. Though Jen struggled initially, she made a conscious effort to set aside her defensiveness and truly listen to Susan's insight. As Susan shared her observations, Jen started to realize that the feedback was a catalyst for growth. Highlighting areas where she could refine her teaching techniques and engage the children even more effectively.
Susan noticed Jen's transformation and encouraged her to express her thoughts and emotions openly. Jen shared her initial reservations, expressing how deeply she cared about her students and her fear of not meeting their needs. Susan listened attentively and reassured Jen that her dedication and passion were valued and the feedback was meant to support her professional development. In the days that followed, Susan and Jen collaborated closely to develop an action plan. Susan provided resources like training courses from the teacher's lounge, recommended workshops, and shared instructional strategies could elevate Jen's teaching. They scheduled regular meetings to discuss progress, celebrate successes, and address any challenges along the way. Over time, Jen's mindset shifted. She began to embrace feedback as an opportunity for continuous growth and improvement. With Susan's guidance and newfound belief in herself, Jen implemented the recommended changes in her classroom. She incorporated innovative approaches, observed the children's responses, and adapted her teaching methods accordingly. As Jen applied the feedback and witnessed the positive impact on her students, her confidence soared. The children's engagement and progress became a testament to her growth as an educator. She realized that receiving feedback was an integral part of her journey to becoming the best teacher she could be. This story of Jen and Susan reminded everyone at the child care program that feedback, when delivered with care and received with an open mind, would be a powerful tool for professional development. Through their collaboration, Susan's nurturing guidance, and Jen's willingness to embrace the change, the children in Jen's classroom flourished, and the entire early education program benefited from a culture of continuous improvement. There are several reasons why someone might give you feedback in a work situation. Here are a few common ones. Number one, improvement. Feedback is often provided to help you improve your performance. It allows others to highlight areas where you're doing well in areas where there is room for growth. Constructive feedback can provide insights and suggestions on how you can enhance your skills, knowledge, or work processes. Number two, communication. Feedback serves as a means of communication between colleagues, supervisors, or managers. It allows them to express their observations, concerns, or appreciation regarding your work. Effective communication through feedback ensures that everyone is on the same page, promotes transparency, and strengthens working relationships. Number three, accountability. Feedback holds individuals accountable for their actions and outcomes. It helps establish expectations and benchmarks, allowing others to assess whether you're meeting the required standards or objectives. Constructive feedback can motivate you to take responsibility for your work and make necessary adjustments to achieve desired results. Four, performance management. Feedback is an integral part of performance management systems. It assists in evaluating your progress, identifying areas of strength or weaknesses, and setting goals for professional development. Feedback can also influence decisions related to promotions, bonuses, or performance appraisals. Number five, team collaboration. Feedback fosters collaboration within a team or across departments. 
By providing feedback, colleagues can share insights, offer suggestions, and align efforts towards common goals. It promotes a culture of continuous improvement and teamwork, leading to enhanced productivity and efficiency. Number six, personal growth. Feedback can contribute to your personal and professional growth. It provides an external perspective on your work, helping you gain insights into your strengths and areas for development. Constructive feedback can challenge you to expand your skills, broaden your knowledge, and overcome limitations, ultimately fostering your overall growth and success. Remember that feedback should ideally be delivered with a constructive and respectful manner, focusing on specific observations and actionable suggestions. Receiving feedback with an open mind and a willingness to learn can help you make the most of these opportunities for growth and development. Understanding how to effectively take feedback is crucial in making the most of the valuable insights provided. By approaching feedback with an open mind, actively listening, and seeking clarification when needed, individuals can cultivate a receptive mindset. Managing emotions, avoiding personalization, and expressing gratitude further contribute to a constructive feedback experience. Reflecting on the feedback, creating an action plan, and seeking ongoing feedback completes the feedback loop, enabling continuous growth and improvement. For those of you, receiving feedback effectively is crucial for personal and professional growth. Here are some tips on how to approach and receive feedback. Stay open-minded. Approach feedback with an open mind and a willingness to learn. Recognize that feedback is an opportunity for improvement and growth, even if it might be challenging or uncomfortable to hear. Avoid becoming defensive or dismissive, and instead, view feedback as a valuable information. Listen actively. When receiving feedback, actively listen to the person providing it. Give them your full attention. Maintain eye contact and avoid interrupting or getting defensive. Show that you value their perspective by nodding or using other nonverbal cues to indicate that you're engaged in the conversation. Seek clarification if needed. If you don't fully understand the feedback or need more information, don't hesitate to ask clarifying questions. Seek examples of specific instances to better grasp the context and gain a clearer understanding of the feedback being given. Stay calm and manage emotions. Receiving feedback, especially if it's critical, can evoke emotional reactions. Try to manage your emotions and stay calm. Take deep breaths and remind yourself that feedback is meant to help you grow. If you feel yourself becoming defensive or emotional, Take a moment to compose yourself before responding. Avoid taking it personally. Remember that feedback is about your work or behavior, not a reflection of your personal worth. Separate your sense of self from the feedback and focus on the specific aspects being addressed. This mindset can help you receive feedback objectively and make it easier to make the necessary steps for improvement. Ask for examples and suggestions. To make feedback more actionable, 
ask for specific examples that illustrate the feedback being provided. Seek suggestions or guidance on how you can address the areas for improvement. This proactive approach demonstrates your commitment to growth and helps you understand the desired changes more effectively. Express gratitude. Regardless of the nature of the feedback, express gratitude to the person giving it. Recognize their effort in offering insight and taking the time to help you grow. Gratitude encourages a positive feedback culture and fosters stronger relationships with colleagues and mentors. Take time to reflect. After receiving feedback, take some time to reflect on the information and insights provided. Consider how it aligns with your own self-assessment and goals. Reflecting allows you to gain perspective, identify patterns or themes in the feedback, and determine the most appropriate actions to take. Create an action plan. Use the feedback as a basis for creating an action plan. Identify specific steps you can take to address the feedback and improve the areas highlighted. Set realistic goals and timelines to track your progress. Follow up and seek ongoing feedback. Once you have made efforts to address the feedback, follow up with the person who provided it. Share your progress, ask for additional feedback, and demonstrate your commitment to continuous improvement. Seeking ongoing feedback shows your dedication to growth and helps foster culture of learning in your work environment. Remember, receiving feedback is an opportunity to learn and develop. So embrace it as a valuable tool on your journey towards personal and professional excellence. This is not a judgment on you or your character. Opening your mind to feedback can be challenging, especially if the feedback is critical or unexpected. However, doing so is crucial to making the most of the valuable insights provided. Here are some strategies that can help you open your mind to feedback. First, be receptive. Coach feedback with a receptive mindset. Acknowledge that the person providing feedback has taken the time to offer insights and suggestions for improvement. Recognize that feedback is not an attack on you as a person, but an opportunity to enhance your skills, knowledge, or work process. Next, listen. Actively. When receiving feedback, actively listen to the person providing it. Avoid interrupting or getting defensive. Give them your full attention, maintain eye contact, and use nonverbal cues such as nodding to indicate that you're engaged in the conversation. Next, seek understanding. Seek to understand the feedback being provided. Ask questions to clarify the information and gain a better understanding of the perspective being offered. Avoid making assumptions or jumping to conclusions. Seek examples or specific instances to better grasp the context and gain a clearer understanding of the feedback being given. Acknowledge your emotions. Receiving feedback, especially if it's critical, can invoke emotional reactions. It's essential to acknowledge your emotions and identify how they may be impacting your perception of the feedback. Take deep breaths and try to stay calm. Remind yourself that feedback is meant to help you grow. Next, practice empathy. 
Try to see the situation from the perspective of the person providing feedback. Recognize that they may have different experiences, expectations, or priorities than you. Practicing empathy can help you understand the feedback better and make it easier to take the necessary steps for improvement. Next, avoid defensiveness. Try to avoid becoming defensive when receiving feedback. Avoid making excuses or placing blame. Instead, focus on the feedback being provided and take responsibility for your actions and outcomes. Last, be proactive. Use feedback as a catalyst for growth and improvement. Seek suggestions or guidance on how you can address the areas for improvement. Ask the person giving you the feedback which courses on the teacher's lounge would be beneficial to participate in to strengthen the area they are offering feedback about. Create an action plan and set realistic goals and timelines to track your progress. Demonstrating a proactive approach shows your commitment to growth and can foster culture of continuous improvement. Opening your mind to feedback takes practice and patience. By approaching the feedback with an open mindset, actively listening, seeking understanding, acknowledging emotions, practicing empathy, avoiding defensiveness, and being proactive, you can make the most of the valuable insights provided. If you receive feedback that you don't agree with, it can be challenging to navigate the situation while maintaining a constructive approach. Here are some steps you can take. Pause and reflect. Take some time to pause and reflect on the feedback before responding. Avoid immediately dismissing or rejecting it. Consider the perspective of the person providing the feedback and try to understand their viewpoint. Take an objective look at the feedback and evaluate whether there might be any truth or validity to it. Seek clarification. If you don't fully understand or agree with the feedback, Seek clarification. Ask the person providing the feedback to elaborate on their observations or provide specific examples. Understanding their reasoning and gaining more context can help you evaluate the feedback more effectively. Engage in a respectful dialogue. Approach the feedback conversation with an open mind and engage in a respectful dialogue. Express your gratitude for the feedback and communicate that you value their input. Share your perspective and any concerns or questions you may have. Maintain a calm and respectful tone, avoiding defensiveness or confrontation. Find common ground. Look for areas of common ground or shared understanding. Focus on the aspects of the feedback that you can agree with or that resonate with you. Acknowledge those points and express your willingness to work on them. Finding common ground can help build rapport and create a basis for constructive discussion. Offer alternative perspectives or solutions. If you genuinely believe that the feedback is misguided or incomplete, respectfully offer your alternative perspectives or solutions. Back up your viewpoint with objective evidence or examples that support your position. Presenting alternative perspectives in a constructive manner shows your willingness to engage in a productive discussion. Seek additional perspectives. Consider seeking feedback from other trusted individuals or mentors to gain different perspectives. 
Gathering diverse viewpoints can provide you with a broader understanding of the situation and help you evaluate the feedback more objectively. Focus on continuous improvement. Even if you don't fully agree with the feedback, focus on continuous improvement. Identify areas where you can make adjustments or enhancements based on the feedback or any insights gained from the conversation. Emphasize your commitment to growth and demonstrate your proactive approach to self-improvement. Remember, while it's important to consider feedback and be open to different perspectives, you ultimately have the agency to make decisions about how to integrate the feedback into your actions. Choose the approach that aligns with your values and goals while maintaining professionalism and respecting your interactions. The way feedback makes a person feel can vary depending on several factors, including the nature of the feedback, the individual's personality, their level of self-confidence, and their relationship with the person providing the feedback. Here are some common emotional responses that people may experience when receiving feedback. Appreciation. Positive and constructive feedback can evoke feelings of appreciation. When someone recognizes and acknowledges your efforts, skills, and achievements, it can boost your self-esteem and make you feel valued and validated. Satisfaction. Feedback confirms your strength and confirms your expertise can lead to a sense of satisfaction. It reinforces your belief in your abilities and provides a positive reinforcement loop for your performance. Motivation. Constructive feedback that highlights areas for improvement can be motivating. It can ignite a desire to grow, learn, and enhance your skills. Feedback can serve as a catalyst for self-reflection and fuel your determination to achieve higher standards. Surprise. Feedback, particularly if it's unexpected or contrary to your self-perception, can bring about surprise. It may challenge your assumptions and prompt you to see yourself or your work from a different perspective. This surprise factor can be both enlightening and thought-provoking. Disappointment. Negative or critical feedback may initially evoke feelings of disappointment or frustration. It can be difficult to receive feedback that points out areas where you fell short or need improvement. It's natural to experience a temporary emotional setback but it's important to focus on the opportunity for growth and not let disappointment hinder your progress. Defensiveness. Some individuals may feel defensive when receiving feedback, particularly if it challenges your self-image or goes against your expectations. Defensiveness can arise as a protective response, but it's important to manage this emotion and remain open to the feedback. Self-doubt. Feedback that highlights areas for improvement can trigger self-doubt or insecurity. It may cause you to question your abilities or competence in certain areas. It's essential to remember that feedback is an opportunity for growth and not an indictment of your overall worth or potential. Reflection. Feedback often prompts introspection and self-reflection. It can make you contemplate your actions, decisions, or performance. This introspection can lead to a deeper understanding of yourself and your work, fostering personal and professional growth. It's important to note individuals may experience a combination of these emotions or even have conflicting feelings when receiving feedback. 
The emotional response to feedback is highly subjective and can vary from person to person. What matters most is how you process and channel those emotions to promote personal development and growth. When someone receives feedback, they may experience a range of emotions, both positive and negative. Here are some suggestions for what the person can do with those feelings. Acknowledge and accept the emotions. It's important to acknowledge and accept the emotions that come with feedback. Recognize that it's normal to feel a range of emotions and that it's okay to experience both positive and negative emotions. Avoid judging or dismissing your feelings and allowing yourself to experience them fully. Practice self-awareness. Feedback can be a catalyst for self-awareness. Take the time to reflect on your emotions and their underlying causes. Self-awareness can help you understand your reactions, identify areas where you need to improve, and develop a plan for how to move forward. Use emotions as a motivator. Positive emotions such as appreciation or satisfaction can serve as a motivator to continue to perform well. Negative emotions such as disappointment or defensiveness can also be used as motivation to improve and grow. Embrace these emotions as a driving force for positive change. Seek support. If the feedback has evoked negative emotions, seek support from a trusted friend, colleague, or mentor. Discussing these emotions with someone you trust can help you gain perspective, process your feelings, and develop a plan for how to move forward. Take action. Use the feedback and the associated emotions as a catalyst for action. Identify specific actions you can take to improve or build upon the feedback, whether it's seeking further training by using this course and podcasts that are available on the Teacher's Lounge, developing new skills, or changing your approach. Take proactive steps to turn the feedback into positive action. Practice self-care. It's important to practice self-care when receiving feedback, particularly if it has evoked negative emotions. Take time to engage in activities that you enjoy and that help you feel good about yourself. Practice self-compassion and avoid being too hard on yourself. Focus on the bigger picture. Remember that feedback is an opportunity for growth and development. Focus on the bigger picture and use the feedback to help you achieve your personal and professional goals. Keep in mind that setbacks and challenges are a natural part of the growth process and use the feedback as a way to learn and move forward. The person can acknowledge and accept their emotions, use them as motivation, seek support, take action, practice self-care, and focus on the bigger picture to effectively process and manage their feelings about the feedback. Working through feedback and associated feelings in the work environment can be challenging, but here are some steps to help with that. First. Take time to process. Before taking any action, take time to process the feedback and the associated emotions. Avoid reacting impulsively or defensively. Take a step back, reflect on the feedback, and identify the emotions that it evokes. Seek clarification. If the feedback is unclear or ambiguous, seek clarification from the person providing it. Ask for specific examples or details to better understand their perspective. Focus on solutions. Instead of dwelling on negative emotions, 
focus on solutions. Identify specific actions you can take to address the feedback and improve your performance. Set realistic goals and develop a plan for how to achieve them. Use positive self-talk. Practice positive self-talk to help manage negative emotions. Remind yourself of your strengths and accomplishments and focus on opportunities for growth and development. Avoid negative self-talk or self-blame. Seek support. If the feedback is particularly challenging or evokes strong emotions, seek support from a trusted colleague, mentor, or coach. Discussing feedback with someone you can trust can help you gain perspective and develop strategies for moving forward. Take responsibility. Take responsibility for your actions and the feedback you receive. Avoid blaming others or making excuses. Own your mistakes and commit to making positive changes. Follow up. Follow up with the person who provided the feedback to show that you value their input and are taking steps to improve. Share your progress and any actions you have taken to address the feedback. To work through feedback and associated feelings in the workplace, a person should take time to process, seek clarification, focus on solutions, use positive self-talk, seek support, take responsibility, and follow up. These steps can help the person effectively manage their emotions and turn the feedback into an opportunity for growth and development. By taking these proactive steps, individuals can effectively move forward after receiving feedback, using it as a catalyst for growth, development, and continuous improvement. To move forward after receiving feedback, the person can take the following steps. First, develop an action plan. Use the feedback to develop an action plan that outlines specific steps to address the areas of improvement. Identify the skill or behaviors that need to be developed or changed and set realistic goals with timelines. Second, seek support. Seek support from a trusted colleague, mentor, or coach to help develop and implement the action plan. This can include seeking feedback or advice on specific actions to take or engaging in training or development programs. Third, focus on progress, not perfection. Instead of striving for perfection, focus on making progress toward the goal outlined in the action plan. Celebrate small successes along the way and use setbacks as an opportunity to learn and make adjustments. Fourth, stay open to feedback. Remain open to feedback and continue seeking input from others on your progress. Use the feedback to adjust the action plan as needed and continue to make progress towards the goal. Practice self-reflection. Regularly reflect on your progress towards the goal outlined in the action plan. Consider what has worked well, what challenges you have encountered, and what adjustments may need to be made to stay on track. Six, stay committed. Stay committed to the action plan and the goals outlined within it. Be accountable to yourself and others for the progress made towards the goals and continue to prioritize personal and professional growth. Refer to the success map on the teacher's lounge to help you gain knowledge and perspective on ways to strengthen your teaching skills. To move forward after receiving feedback, the person should develop an action plan, seek support, focus on progress, stay open to feedback, practice self-reflection, 
and stay committed to personal and professional growth. These steps can help the person use the feedback as an opportunity to improve and develop both personally and professionally. Implementing a culture of giving and receiving feedback in the workplace can bring several benefits. Firstly, it promotes personal and professional growth and development, enabling employees to continuously improve their skills and abilities. This leads to increased job satisfaction and motivation as employees feel valued and invested in. Secondly, feedback encourages open communication and constructive criticism, helping employees to build stronger relationships and trust within the workplace. This can improve team dynamics, enhance collaboration, and reduce misunderstandings or conflicts. Thirdly, feedback can help employers to identify areas where employees require additional support or training, enabling them to provide tailored development opportunities. This can lead to improved job performance, productivity, and employee retention. Overall, implementing a feedback culture can foster a more positive and productive work environment leading to improved outcomes for both employees and employers. Jen benefited greatly from the implementation of the feedback plan. Initially apprehensive, she learned to receive feedback with an open mind and embraced it as an opportunity for growth. Through Susan's guidance and specific examples, Jen refined her teaching techniques and engaged the students more effectively. Her confidence soared as she witnessed positive impacts of her students' development. Implementing the feedback, Jen experienced personal and professional growth, increased job satisfaction, and strengthened her relationships with colleagues. Ultimately, she became a more effective and influential teacher, fostering a positive learning environment in her classroom. The first steps an early education teacher can take to put the feedback plan into action are 1. Start with reflection. Take the time to reflect on your teaching practices and identify areas where you may need feedback. Ask yourself questions such as, what areas do I feel confident in? And, what areas do I need to improve upon? Second, seek out feedback. Approach your colleagues or supervisor and express your interest in receiving feedback. Let them know that you are open to constructive criticism and want to improve your teaching skills. Third. Be specific. When asking for feedback, be specific about what you want to improve upon. For example, you might ask for feedback on your lesson planning, classroom management, or communication skills. Fourth, listen actively. When receiving feedback, actively listen to what is being said without becoming defensive or dismissive. Ask clarifying questions to ensure that you understand the feedback fully. Fifth, reflect and implement. Take time to reflect on the feedback you have received and consider how you can implement it in your teaching practices. Try new strategies and techniques and evaluate their effectiveness. By taking these steps, an early education teacher can create a culture of feedback and continuous improvement in their classroom, leading to positive outcomes for both themselves and their students. And that wraps up this episode. We hope you found our discussion enlightening and gained valuable insights into the power of feedback. Remember, the journey of embracing feedback is ongoing. 
But the rewards are immeasurable. Reflecting on Jen and Susan's experiences, we witnessed firsthand the transformation that can occur when feedback is embraced and implemented effectively. Jen's willingness to set aside defensiveness and listen openly allowed her to refine her teaching methods and become a more educator. With Susan's guidance and support, Jen blossomed, creating a positive learning environment for her students. Their journey highlights the importance of fostering a feedback culture in the workplace. Actively seeking feedback, listening attentively, and taking, and taking intentional steps towards growth, individuals like Jen and Susan can unlock their full potential and drive personal and professional success. Remember, feedback is not a one-time event, but an ongoing process. Implement the strategies we discussed, seek continuous improvement, and embrace feedback as a catalyst for your own growth. Together, we can create workplaces where feedback is valued and individuals thrive. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. We appreciate your support and encourage you to share this episode with others who can benefit from the insights we've shared. Until next time, keep embracing feedback, striving for growth, unlocking your true potential. And that brings us to the end of this episode of The Teacher's Lounge. We're so grateful for your time and hope you found our discussion helpful and inspiring. Remember, you are doing an amazing job in the field of early education, and we're here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, take care, and we'll be back soon with more resources, insights, and inspirations to help you succeed. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all our social medias to stay up to date on the latest happenings inside the lounge. Keep up the great work. We're cheering you on.